the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka. We're talking savings, investments, and your retirement. The Max Out Savings Show is one of Houston's longest-running financial radio shows on the air for over a decade. And... uh well over a decade, and if, talking about savings investments, our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth. Save aggressively, invest conservatively. That that That's what we, and how you do that is, and the reason we always talk about this on the, the show is, is that we try to come up, up with a plan that could help you retire. Yeah, and so we try to make it, 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 what's the simplest way? And after over 25 years in the investment business, managing people's retirement, we sort of get a good idea how how people, successful people do it. So what we do is we, we bring that to you and bring that to the show. And, and most of them, they simply do it through a 401k plan, a 403b plan. And they put away a minimum of 10% plus the company match. Uh, we'd like to see you do 15%, but 10%. And uh, the, the the number's about 13%. Look, if you can't do that, times are tight for some people. Do 3 or 4%. You have to start somewhere. I understand, particularly if you haven't been saving money, it's hard to just go cold turkey and say cut back 10%. A lot of people will can do it, but do 5 and start out from there. We're coming up on the year end. Now's the time to to increase your savings or to start with with the 401k plan. Uh, it, it, and then once it's in place, every single paycheck, part of your check comes out and goes into the 401k plan. So your money goes into the savings account at the 401k plan, and then they give you a list of choices to invest in. Plus, you get a tax deduction. So if you take out 150 or $200, you get a $200 deduction Well, every, uh, you know, 25 times a year. Uh, you know, it, it, if you're making $50,000 and you put away 10%, you get a $5,000 deduction on your taxes at the end of the year. That's a pretty good deal. Uh, and particularly, this is important because they've changed up some of the, the tax laws, which which they've increased the deduction size. And so this goes off ahead of the deductions. So, so, so it's an advantage there. And so this is the simplest way to do it. It's income base, which if you're making... $30,000, you'll be able to save enough for retirement. If you're making $250,000, you'll be able to save enough for retirement. And, and, and so th- this is this is why this is the most successful, the simplest tactic. It's idiot proof. The money comes out every single paycheck. And, and this is how you build up wealth. The, the 401k program has been the most successful program out there by far for building up wealth in the United States. And, you know, hopefully, we were hoping there, there's actually a big, uh, called the Secure Act coming up, which is going to expand the 401, allow different smaller companies to pool or organ, or groups to pool uh, 401ks together. Uh, as, for instance, if you were a member of the electrical uh, electric, uh, uh, electricians, you know, maybe the uh, th- there'd be uh, a, a group of, for electrician companies, uh, electrical companies can, can all contribute to the same plan. Those type of things are out there, so they're trying to expand it to make it available to more people. And we really don't manage 401k plans 
that much. I mean, we, we some people sometimes will, will send us a, the, the list of their uh, of what they what what they're in, what their uh, choices are. We'll we'll give them our ideas, but but the reason we talk so much about this is we want you to have a successful retirement. And then when you decide to retire or change jobs and you want to roll that over, you can come to us and we'll help you manage the assets. So keep in mind the four hundred one k program, the most successful program out there. I got my one of my sons is just starting a job. Actually, two of them are just starting new jobs, and and uh, you know I talked to him about putting away money uh, for savings and in, in, in these plans. And, and so it's you know you start out, you put away the money each paycheck, and you and you go from there. And and again, you're getting a tax deduction, so this is a good deal. Uh, uh, look, one of the thing Warren Buffett for all the talk. All the talk about Warren Buffett's the greatest investor the world's ever seen. The amazing and Warren Buffett just loves to come on and go. Look, my secretary pays less taxes than me. We need to raise taxes, which is just remarkable because Warren Buffett, the brilliance of Warren Buffett was he's an absolute master of managing his tax bill and reducing his taxes. I, I've never run across anybody better and more shrewd at avoiding paying taxes than Warren Buffett. Now, maybe you're not Warren Buffett, but you get you get a deduction, you have ten percent you put away ten percent of your income, you get a ten percent tax deduction before you get your your what is it, twenty four twenty four thousand or twenty five thousand dollar married couple deduction on your taxes. So, you know, so all of a sudden you're at thirty thousand dollar uh deductions right away and that really reduces your tax rate so think like warren buffett but be a mini warren buffett and and reduce your taxes and that that that's the way to do it so talking some about the markets this week we're going to be talking uh about look our rmds this is a big thing uh required minimum distributions uh, we're going to be some of the the mistakes the, the the ways to do that uh we're kind of in the process of, of talking to clients now making sure that their rmds have been completed for year end and uh, an RMD is simply you have to take out money, uh, required minimum distribution if you're over 70 and a half or if you have a beneficiary away. So we're going to be discussing that. Uh, we're going to be talking some about the markets, uh, the the economy. Uh, this is a live show. If you have any questions or comments, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070. Another way you can participate is you can go to the AM1070 The Answer website, KNTH's website, listen live. On Mondays, we typically have podcasts. You go to the podcast, you can get our podcast. We have people listening from all over the world now. We actually had some people from uh, uh, Eastern Europe uh, actually write me the other day. And, and so, we're, the, the, you know, this is an enormous number of people listening to the show now. So there's a lot of ways. The other way you can participate is go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. Sign up for the free newsletter. A lot of what we talk about is in the newsletter. Uh, we, we expand upon what we talk about. We have some charts. We have graphs. We have different things to show you, examples. It's it's all in the Max Out Savings Report, how to save money, how to build up wealth, uh, what where the markets are going, what what's happening in the world in the future. So it, we try to put some neat things in there and bring you things that other people aren't talking about. So just go to our website, maxoutsavings.com, and, and sign up for the free Max Out Savings Report. Okay, so uh, yeah, a lot to talk about this week. We've gone through this impeachment, which is absolutely remarkable. You would think that they would, the Democrats would sort of quit while they were ahead and censor the president, or come up with a face-saving way to get out of their mess. And and it it it, it, it they just keep doubling down. And Adam Schiff is now releasing the phone records of 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 Giuliani and congressmen and, and different things like that. And so evidently, uh, all of a sudden, congressmen have the right to subpoena records on their political enemies and release that, which is a, a frightening thing. The only people that have that are the Stasi in East Germany and the, the Chinese. And, and, you know, I'm sure they do that in, uh, you know, Cuba or something. But it, it's really frightening the, the levels that, that, that the Democrats will go on this. I mean, uh, I don't know what to say. I was really shocked that they released those. If 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 a law enforcement is investigating something, they have the right to sit there and and uh, subpoena phone records, but that doesn't that doesn't uh, 
go to congressmen in investigations. I mean, they're always investigating. And, you know, if you start getting that, all of a sudden you've got you've got congressmen investigating their political opponents and pulling their phone records. I mean, that is absolutely frightening and profoundly un-American. And, and so, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what's going to happen with it. In you know, this privacy is just becoming a bigger and bigger. I, I got to tell you, I was on Skype the other day and and so a friend of mine, we were talking and he made the comment. He goes, yeah, boy, I was exhausted when I got home. We were up late. I, I, I had had a scotch. He named the scotch to me on Skype. And so I go back and I, I'm at the office. I've got a couple computers. I get three computers. I get two of them on my desk and, and, and one's an Apple. And, and uh, the, the Skype was on another in, in the conference room on a, on another computer and uh, it's an Apple in and I'm back at my desk, and I'm, I'm, I pull some stuff up, and all of a sudden, there's an advertisement for either that scotch or one. It sounds almost exactly like it. There's a couple, and they're pretty – I couldn't believe it. I mean, and clearly, you know, it was a couple hours later, but clearly, they were listening into our Skype call, and then they sat there and, and, and knew I used this Apple and the other Apple, and they put the advertisements on, which, I, again, I don't know how you can it, – it's, it's kind of disturbing because we talk a, a lot of uh, – uh, Personal information for clients. We sometimes, sometimes some of the stuff we're t- I'm talking on the office sometimes is is actually you know I mean it, it, it's stuff that if, if it got out to other governments. I mean it could you know we, we talk a lot with a lot of different people, a lot of uh, of congressmen. We talk to a lot of people up there, and the idea that our our our, our, our Skype and our, our different things are being listened to is, is really disturbing. And 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 if and if someone like Apple can do it, then why can't a, a foreign country? I mean I don't do that much. Stuff. I mean, I'm assuming if if they can do it to me, they can do it to defense department people as well, and it's really kind of disturbing. But you know, that that's just an aside there. But but I really I I think next year you're going to see a lot. I mean, we're really coming up where we have to do something to try to control some of this technology. Uh, there's a huge battle right now the uh the, the about uh with, with the political ads and. In uh, fake news, which in the Democrats' mind, fake news is anything. And in fairness to them, fake the fake news basically on political ads is going to be what the other side disagrees with. They're going to call fake news, and 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 we're getting away from freedom of speech. You realize the United States of America is one of the very few countries on the entire planet that has freedom of speech. You've had freedom of speech. Since the founding of the country, it's in the Bill of Rights. And I if you read Tocqueville, he, he remarks about he's going through Kentucky and he rides like 30 miles. and He's out in the middle of the wilderness. And so back then, what you do is you is you walk is, is you, you know, you're going through the wilderness areas. You stop into a farmhouse to spend the night. And so typically a farmhouse, most farmhouses, they have an extra bedroom. And, and so it would it'd be like a little mini holiday inn for those people. So you come in and go, you ride in your horse, you got a room for the night, go, yeah, here, you know, it's a dollar or something to spend the night. And, and, and they can make a little extra money and the people had places to stay. Well, he he was Tocqueville was amazed that he would be out in the middle of, of the of the frontier in Kentucky and no one around, you know, for hundreds of miles in, you know, the, you know, virgin territory and sit down at the table. And all people wanted to talk about was what was going on in Washington, D.C. People in the United States love to talk about politics. One of the reasons we have freedom of speech is for politics is for do you realize if you were in England or France and you start talking politics and starts complaining about the king, you'd have your head taken off. You'd be thrown in in, in the dungeon. And it, it was like and so this was utterly unique. And it, it's really been people love coming to the United States. They love you know, they can't do that in their country. Go talk about politics in Syria or Cuba or Russia. I see where it gets you in the idea that we have. You know, it's really been more on the Democratic side, it, it, and, and it's kind of concerning a few, uh, you know, tech billionaires want to try to control what people are said, particularly Twitter and some of these other people. It, it's really disturbing, uh, you know, it, it, and so this is something we want to watch. I, mean, I think I think next year, and this is what we're talking about, look, next year is going to be a very volatile year. We're already hearing trash talking about billionaires. I think there's two, there's two or three. Okay, 
is it two or three? I don't, I don't know. It, you got Starr, you got Bloomberg. There's at least two billionaires on the Democratic side. And, 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 and then you've got Elizabeth Warren trash-talking them, and then you got the other ones trash-talking them, and they're trash-talking Wall Street. And it, it's just, uh, th- there's on the left and the right, there's just a lot of back and forth. Very vo- You're going to see one of the most volatile political campaigns in the history of the United States. Well, we've always had these. I mean, really, I think if you go back to the eight, 1900s, 1800s, it's been pretty remarkable. I mean, yellow journalism. Does anyone remember? Ryan, do you remember yellow journalism? Oh, yeah, yeah. That was kind of like what's happening today they call fake news. But it's it's it kind of is what it is. But but so this is going to be a lot of volatility. We're seeing the volatility ramp up in the markets as we can talk some more about that. And we talk about a fantastic economy and economic numbers that just came out as well. We'll be right back right here on the Max Out Savings Show. The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka will return shortly. To speak with Ted Gioka now, call 713-339-1070. Back in a moment with the Max Out Saving Show. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings investments in your retirement. Yeah, we're just talking about, mention yellow journalism. That is the modern day that's the old, the modern day equivalent of that is fake news. But uh, it's so, it, you know, it, it, we've always gone through these periods. Uh, the had some fantastic job numbers come out. The job numbers came out at 266,000, way above expectations, blew the number out. Uh, unemployment rate 3.5%, a 50 year low. <laughs> which is and actually October's numbers got revised up from 128 to 156,000 jobs which is exciting and so this brings up a couple of things we got a pretty hot reasonably hot economy it's probably running about 2% but the difference between the 2% that we were getting over the last 8 years before Trump came in is is the unemployment rate continues to fall and we're starting to fill up the jobs and so so wages are going up People are getting jobs. People that couldn't get a job or people that had given up and become dispirited, 
they're getting jobs. So this is really exciting for the economy. And and, and this is what we're seeing. Uh, Now, we have the Federal Reserve cutting rates and engaged in not quantitative easing is what they're called their new quantitative easing program, which actually I don't I I think this is I, I we've never seen anything like this with with a reasonably hot job market, a reasonably strong economy in in the in the Federal Reserve engaged in quantitative easing like this. It, it's really pretty remarkable. Uh, I, I, I think they're they're creating a bubble out there that, that that's very dangerous. But I mean I don't know what you do with the Federal Reserve. Uh you know, they'll probably blame it all on Donald Trump when this all comes apart, but but their policies over the last number of years with negative interest rates Another thing that's going on out there have just been uh, incredibly damaging to the economy. And it's interesting, the Europeans have negative interest rates, the Japanese have negative interest rates, uh, and all those economies are doing horrible. They've done horrible for 10 years. It's been a disaster. Our economy is the best economy in the world. We have higher interest rates, so the idea that negative interest rates work is an abject is is completely wrong. It, negative interest rates have never been tried in history until now, and there's zero evidence they work. But but these the Federal Reserve and these central bankers can't help themselves. They think they view themselves as central planners, much like the you know the OV, over old Soviet Union central planning committee. And 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 rather than stepping back and trusting the free market like Donald Trump has done, President Trump has done a good job of saying, look, if we cut taxes, if we do reduce regulation. We can push this economy going forward, and the idea that two percent inflation is disastrous—you know—to me, completely ridiculous. Uh, and these inflation numbers have been wrong for so long, anyway. So, but we're starting to see—we're starting to see inflation start to pick up a little bit. Uh, we're starting to see the uh, the economy. I mean, really, at three point five percent, a lot of economists would have told you that the economy can't really grow with this low of 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 interest rates but it continues to of of unemployment cuz keep in mind typically when you come out of a recession you're at the bottom of the recession your unemployment might be 5 6 7 8% if they really in truth of the matter your unemployment would be 6 7 8% or more and so when the economy starts picking up what well, what happens is is the employers and industry starts well we need more people we got to get things going yeah, and so we, we, you know, so what? They, there's a ton of workers that they can call back that the people who want jobs, and they can staff up real quickly. When you're talking 3.5 percent unemployment, they can't staff up very quickly. So it kind of governs. It, it makes it a little harder for the economy to grow because you just can't get workers. I mean, if you're putting out, if you if if you if you're making, you know, uh, computers or something or. Or, or or cars, and you need a certain number of people per car, and if you can't get the people, uh, th- then it kind of slows down. You know, you can't get that new production line in. You can't add that extra 10% of capacity because you're having trouble with the workers. It, it, and so I think the economy is doing very well. Uh, I, I think it's a huge mistake cutting interest rates. Engaging in quantitative easing is, is ridiculous. I keep hearing that this is about the repo market in, in some plumbing with possibly the uh, – the banks in 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 how they their capital structure is set up with their reserves. I I don't buy it. I think there's something else going on. I I suspect it could possibly be a result of China, possibly Hong Kong. Uh, you know, it was the dollar. I I just don't buy what they're saying. I mean, it it just to me it makes no sense. I mean, if the repo rate goes up, who cares? There's more. You you let it go up in in, in a free market society economy. What'll happen is 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 more bonds will come into the repo market and it'll drop off. But so something else is going on, and that's something we want to watch closely. I, I like I said, I suspect it possibly has something to do with either Brexit or it has something to do with Hong Kong and China. Uh, and maybe just a shortage of dollars, and they're trying to to push down the dollar. It, it, but it, it, that's an excuse, in my opinion, the, the repo market. So we'll, we'll see. But a very strong economy, market up near all-time high. It, you're getting somewhat of a melt-up. People are panicking to get in. This is a very dangerous market. It's overvalued. The valuations are really pretty ridiculous. And what's really concerning us is the debt levels of corporate America. We talked about this in the show. We think sometime in the next 18 months, there's going to be a severe problem with corporate debt. Uh, It's over levered. And so we're avoiding corporate debt for our clients. We're we're concentrating on government bonds, uh, short-term debt, 
very quiet, high quality safe. Even even a lot of the companies we're buying, we're trying to add more companies. We're looking at a company now that uh, that's got like fifty billion in cash. Uh, that that's really you know eight times earnings, nine times earnings. Those things we're looking at. We compared it to some other other companies in the group, and the other companies are are at twelve times earnings and have a hundred and fifty billion or a hundred billion dollars in cash. And, and so we're trying. I I think you want to start. I think corporate America's gotten a little too reckless with with the debt levels. And I don't mind taking on debt to to build a plant, to put in a new oil and gas facility, to do something. But but I I really worry once you start getting in and you're pushing the edge of of uh, of the investment grade you know you're just above in, of uh, investment grade just above junk just so you can bu- purchase uh, buyback stock and I I think that's going to be the real Achilles heel uh, heel to the U S markets and so this is something we want to watch and so you want to continue to kind of look at that but but right now the economy is good uh, keep in mind the GM strike ended so that's picking up the other one we want to watch is Boeing. Once they get the approval for the Boeing 737s, that's going to start ramping up, pushing up probably the economy into the first quarter. And so what we saw when these numbers came out was really a jump in interest rates, a little bit of a jump in the the 10-year was at about one point. Is about 1.82. And and what we're seeing is we're seeing more volatility this week. The 10-year, it it jumped up. uh, Rates jumped up. Because people are realizing maybe the Fed might be too low on rates. Uh, you could be seeing more inflation with 3.5%. You're going to see wage inflation coming up, which is a good thing. This week, you had the the, the Dow was up and down. Uh, the Dow was basically down 0.13%. A tenth of a percent it was down. It had an 800 interweek point move, almost 800 interpoint move. So the volatility is really starting to ramp up. Uh, same thing with the... With with the dollar, the dollar was down all week, and then at the very end of the week when these numbers came out, it, it jumped back up. Again, more volatility there, volatility on the, on the bond market. Uh, gold was off a little bit on the on the little hotter economy with the rising interest rates. Uh, gold and silver have been one of the better performers this year uh, in the markets, it, and, and I think it's going to continue to be. Uh, so so we're seeing just. Uh, the volatility really seemed to ramp up this week. You had a big sell-off first part of the week, and then and then it, it shot back up again. And again, the volatility. I think the volatility is going to really ramp up next year as we get into this very, really what's going to be a a very heated political season. I mean, there's just we talked a little earlier about it in the show. Uh, the American people love politics. This is going to be as bruising. Uh, nobody is nobody is going to sit there and, and, and win any voters by saying, look, we want to cut taxes on corporate America. No one's going to sit there and, and, and get any votes by saying, hey, look, I'm here to help Wall Street. We want to build Wall Street firms and the big banks up in. And so we're going to give them more breaks. No. You know, it's the same thing with the drug companies. Nobody is going to sit there and go, look, we're going to sit there and put a special program in to help help growth in the drug sector. No, they're all going to go, hey, we're going to get tough with the drug companies. Wall Street, you know, there's been enough Goldman Sachs, uh, uh, ex-Goldman Sachs people in the White House. We want them out of there. We're going to get tough on on Wall Street. And so all of this, I mean, there's just no votes, no votes for helping out corporate America right now. The votes are we're going to get tough. We're going to create workers. We want workers back. We're going to get tough with China. Uh, We want factories in the United States. Uh, th- this week, uh, GM announced they're putting in a, a massive battery uh, plant in the Lordstown area up in Ohio. So, Lordstown, Ohio? Ryan, you're supposed to know this. Mm-hmm. Lordstown. So, uh, at, with, at, with I think, uh, LGSK Battery Company. And, 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 and again, every, everybody out there is trying. They want factories back in the United States. They want plants back in the United States. And so you're just going to see a lot of volatility out there. You're going to see talk of middle-class tax cuts, which is very positive. You're going to see talk of tax increases in corporate America. Uh, You're going to see talk of additional tariffs. You're going to see talk of surcharges. You're going to see talk of all types of stuff, investigations. And it's, it's, it's going to be much more volatile it's not going to be positive for the stock market. As we have talked about, one of the big show uh, themes for the Max Out Savings Show this year has been really the trend from the financial economy 
to the real economy. In 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 the re- the financial economy is stock prices. Things are going great. I I, I know Donald Trump loves to watch the stock market. But for the last – since 2009, we've done nothing but measure the economy based on the stock market. And, and what we need now is we need to measure the economy based on, wow, we have 3.5 percent unemployment. Wow, we added 266 jobs. Wow, uh, int- uh, wages went up – what was it? I think it was 1.3 percent on real terms, which is good. That's it, factoring in inflation. Uh, wow, people are, are, are switching jobs from one job to the other. Wow, uh, this is fantastic. The unemployment went, went rate up. This is fantastic because we had hundreds of thousands of people enter the job market that didn't think they could get a job. They can now get a job. So those, those are the real economy. Wow, we're putting a new battery pa- uh, plant in Lordstown, Ohio, or near there. This Again, that's the real economy, real jobs, real plant, real equipment, real investment, Real futures for the American people. Those—that's how you measure an economy. If you—if you—if you go back, look. If you read anything in the past of the Soviet Union, I mean, it was really fascinating. You'd watch the news, nightly news, and they'd go on and on about their new factory. They meet. They. They. They hit production levels for the new factory. They produced a million pounds of steel or whatever, and and they hit their goals. That was exciting. In in in. In in a way, we've done the same thing in the financial world where we've kind of concentrated on that and not on the real economy. So what we're doing is now the real economy because we're realizing that's where the jobs are. That's where the majority of the American people are. And those that's where people have taken the, the biggest hits due to higher inflation in, in the the drug sector, the medical sector, the, the, the higher education sector, and, and, and as their wages and jobs are going down. So that's going to be the big battle for the – for the 2020 election. So, you know, Wall Street in the financial world is kind of a little out. I mean, they're desperate for a deal from China so they can all move into, you know, so MasterCard and, and American Express and uh, and BlackRock and Goldman Sachs can all cut deals with the Chinese. But quite frankly, that doesn't create jobs for American workers. And, and so we've, we've too many times we've cut deals, helped out Microsoft, other companies, and, and not concentrated on creating jobs for the American people. So that's going to be the big battle for the election coming up. And Donald, I think you're going to see some shift in Donald Trump. I think he's going to shift a little bit uh, more toward, I don't think he's going to be quite as, as, I think he's going to be very business friendly, but he's going to be talking more about jobs, middle class. He's got, a again, 266,000 jobs, 3.5%. That's what you want to be talking about. That's what you mean. Because that's whoever gets in there, Biden, Warren, or whoever's going to be hitting on the other side. So very volatile coming into 2020, and you want to start preparing yourself. I think we could see some shifts. Uh, right now, one of the bigger sectors that really is in the doghouse are are things that are going to go away in the next five years, like the oil and gas sector, the coal sector, the uh, the beef sector, the farm sector, uh, you know, all types of, of you know, which – is millions of jobs that that the you know the the lunatic fringe wants to get rid of due to the global warming. That's gonna there's gonna be a huge pushback. I think you're gonna see more mo- money coming into that sector. The value sector, of the market is is really where the action is gonna be, and that's kind of where we're looking. Uh, and I, I think people have drank the Kool Aid about long enough on 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 the, on the global warming, the social. Uh, uh, the social environmental stuff that these companies are doing. They're going to start looking for earnings, for solid earnings, for cash flow. You already see, you saw the collapse in the in the private equity. They lost $100 billion in the private equity with WeWorks, Uber, and, the, and these other ones that have just failed because all these companies are doing nothing but growing revenue and not making any money. So you're going to shift back to, instead of revenue growth, to value in earnings growth and cash flow are going to be the important things going forward. So I think there's going to be a lot of opportunity in 2020. I think there's going to be – I think you're going to see a very substantial correction in the the next sector is going to be the, the big tech sector. So anyway, those are some things we're looking at. I tell you what, we're going to be right back at this quick break to discuss some other things happening, particularly in IRAs, year-end stuff right here on the Max Out Savings Show.
Ted Gioka and the Max Out Savings Show continue after this short break. To find out more about Max Out Savings Advisors, visit MaxOutSavings.com. In a moment, more of the Max Out Savings Show. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of the morning show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. We return now to the Max Out Savings Show. Here's Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings and investments in your retirement. If you got this is a live show. If you got any questions or comments, give us a call 713-339-1070. Uh, RMDs, required minimum distributions. Uh once you hit 70 and a half, you've got to take those uh they start there. They go up as you get older. Some of them you're looking at 8% or more a year once you get into your 80 late 80s and 90s and 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 so you're not required to take your 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 IRA to zero that we people sometimes people think well you know once you retire you've got to take it to zero but what they do is they have it set up so so you're in theory it is maybe going to zero but it never really does and so as you get into your 90s maybe you're taking 8% a year but as it goes then it's recalculated every year and so you always should have enough money for retirement in there in in and so but but you're required to do it if you inherit an IRA. It's called the beneficiary IRA. You've got to take out the required minimum distributions. Uh, the exception is is the spouse. The spouse can get a, a spousal rollover, roll it into their account, and they don't really have an inherited IRA. It's just their own IRA. So, but it, but if you have a it's beneficiary IRA or you're over seventy half, you've got to start taking those out. Yeah, that includes uh, you know some of the other uh, programs too. Now. If, if same with the four hundred one k now, if you're still working, you can you you don't have to do the RMD in the four hundred one k. That's kind of the exception. There's not many exceptions on them that you can do. Uh, the uh, really the, you have to take that out. If you if you convert your IRA to a Roth IRA, you don't have to take the RMDs going forward, but you still have to take the RMD for the year you convert. So some, this is something a lot of people get in trouble with is is they convert their IRA to a Roth to avoid the RMDs and they forget to take their RMD. Uh, it 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 it's hard to. Uh, there's a couple things you can do on this. Uh, the you can you can go you can take a, what's called a qualified a QCD qualified charitable distribution, which and we have some clients to do this and they'll go hey look uh, I'm donate i uh my rmd is $5000 could you make it out to 
Second Baptist Church, and it goes. The RMD goes over to Second Baptist Church uh, under the QCD. The, the, it shows up on your thing, but that doesn't add five thousand dollars to your uh, gross income. So remember, if you if you uh, if you take a five thousand dollar distribution, if you made fifty thousand for the year, you take the five thousand dollar distribution, you made fifty five thousand dollars. But if you do the QCD to a qualified charity, charity, you you can take the five thousand dollars. It goes over there. You don't get the deduction, but it doesn't go on your income. Now that's pretty valuable because again, what they've done is is they've increased the standard deductions. On, I think it's twelve thousand for single people and twenty four thousand. It's twenty four thousand for married, a uh, cu- uh, couple. So, if you decide not to do to itemize, you just take a twenty four thousand dollar deduction, which is a pretty good deal. Well, it. But if you do that, then you you might not be able to take the deductions on uh, to to the charity. So this this allows you to go around the problem. So what you do is you you talk to your advisor and go look. I'd like to have my RMD sent to my church, to Texas A&M, or to who, you know, uh, to, to to whoever. That's that that's a charitable thing. That's a way to avoid that. You can you can do up to a hundred thousand dollars. Now, you can do a if your RMD is five thousand dollars, and you want to give a hundred thousand dollars to the church for the new building fund or something. You can still do that, but you the maximum is a hundred thousand dollars. Something to think about. Uh, the a couple other things, if you've got three IRA accounts, at uh, you know a couple at one firm, a couple at another firm, and your RMD is two thousand dollars per per account, and the the total is six thousand, you can take six thousand dollars from one account. So you you can you can take the RMD from just one account, and that'll account for all the accounts. Now, let's say. <clears throat> You have a $5,000 RMD, and your wife has a $5,000 RMD. So you decide to take it out of the $10,000 out of your account, so you help out your wife, and that won't work. The $5,000 has to come out of her account, and then $5,000 has to come out of your account. So you can't you can't commingle RMDs between spouses. You can only commingle, so to speak, or, 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 or aggregate your RMD from one account for your accounts in your name. You can't take it out of the Roth IRA. It has to be out of out of your IRA. Uh, and by the way, IRA and rollover IRA, they're basically pretty much the same. So a couple things to think about. Uh, the uh, I see here. What else? Did I, those are the bigger ones there. Uh, you have to take the RMDs. For the first year, you can wait till April of the next year, but then you have to take two RMDs out then. And it's... It's seventy and a half. It's not seventy. So if you turn, if you turn seventy in uh, November of this year, you don't have to take your RMDs. Your RMDs don't start until the next year because you then you'll turn seventy and a half, and then you have an RMD. Then it's seventy and a half. Uh, they're looking a couple couple things out there to look for on this. Uh, the RMDs. The IRS is looking to change to extend out the uh, the age thing so, so the RMDs will go down. Typically, it's about 3, 3.4% the initial one, and it goes up over time. If you have a million dollars in your account, you're all in the S&P 500 index fund, you're doing really well, 2008 9 hits, it all of a sudden goes down 56%. You've got $440,000, so you had to take out 35000 a year before. Well, you, all only, you only have to take out three and a half percent of 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 your account the next year at four hundred and forty thousand so it'll drop. Now here's one of the dangers you have to run into, particularly if you're very aggressive, over seventy, uh we've, we've got a very hot market. You've got your million dollars. You get the thing, oh I have to take out thirty thousand dollars out of my account uh or or thirty five thousand dollars out of my account for my RMD. It's I'll just wait till the year end. Well the market, the market crashes. It goes down fifty percent. Your our, our, your uh, your account's only worth five hundred thousand dollars. You still got to take the thirty five thousand dollars out, which now works out to seven percent. Has really hurt your retirement. So, a couple thoughts. Number one, you should never be that aggressive. I mean, there's pretty much of a mania in the S and P five hundred index fund. You should have a risk plan in place. 
But if you see the market start selling down, you start becoming concerned about the markets, raise the cash for your RMD and put it put it aside earlier. Maybe you can wait to take it later in the year, but pull the cash out ahead of time if you've got a really hot market. Because they, you know, if that account goes down fifty percent, the IRS doesn't care. You can't recalculate. It's it's the, it's based on the the price on December thirty first of the year before. So th- this is RMDs. Same thing with beneficiary IRAs. Now a couple things that are happening here. The what I'm hearing is is the new Secure Act, which which is passed by a massive uh, majority in the House, is going to the Senate. They're talking about maybe increasing the amount you have to take out of your out of your beneficiary IRA. We'll have to see on that. I think the government would like to force a little more money out of these IRAs. They're getting too many of them. They're really building up. Interestingly. We have a lot of clients that are like, Ted, oh, my God, I don't really want to take this. What am I going to do? It, 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 but you have to take them out. And, and so this is something I, I think we'll we'll see. Uh, a couple other things. If you take out – if your RMD is $30,000 uh, and you take out $40,000, can you – does the $10,000 count? Since you only needed to take out thirty thousand, does the ten thousand dollars count for the next year? The answer is no. It's just it's whatever comes out that year is the RMD. So if you took out too much money or you decided to buy a car the year before and took a bunch of money out, that'll only count for the RMD for two thousand eighteen. Your two thousand nineteen, you're gonna have to pull the full amount of the RMD out. So those are things on RMDs. It's gotta be done by year end. Uh Big, pretty stiff penalties. Fifty percent of the of the amount, which is very steep. There are ways. Are some forms. If you have some problems, you can email me. I'll tell you the form number. There's an IRS form you can appeal. Uh, it, they, they've gotten a little more lenient. This used to be pretty ironclad, and they've they've had a lot of problems, particularly with older people mistaking things and making mistakes. It, it, and so what that's done is is it they, they've tried to to make it a little easier to help people out. But there are some ways to do it. But remember, if you make a mistake, it, it's a fifty percent tax. So so be careful. This is RMDs, which is required minimum distributions on IRAs and. Uh, also, uh, beneficiary IRAs, IRAs if you're over 70 and a half years old. Uh, to, uh, by the way, if you have a 401k, you go over 70, you still got to make those distributions unless you're working. This is something a lot of people forget. And and, and so some things on RMDs. Other things you're looking at, uh, you, you've got uh, different types of things. Do some tax planning to year end coming up. Uh, we really like, uh, one thing I really like is the uh, Year in, we tend to be around the office. Uh, we 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 made some really good purchases at the end of last year when the market fell apart. Uh, and and I, and there's always opportunities at year in. Everyone else leaves town, and you you get people start dumping stocks for one one reason after or another by year in. They got to get out of the position. They just dump it, and it creates an opportunity. So this is something uh, that that uh, that I, that I think is. Uh, that that I think you you want to kind of keep we'll be keeping an eye on. I think there'll be some opportunities. I think some of the opportunities this year could be in the the oil and gas sector. We'll see. It actually worked out real well last year. I think the same thing could happen this year. Uh, the oil and gas sector is incredibly out of favor. I mean, I, I, I saw a statistic we talked about on the show a number of weeks back. I think there was one oil and gas stock that was up in year in up up so far year to date, which has just been a uh, a uh, a big thing. Uh, a couple things. Remember the 30-day 30, 30 uh, wash sale rule, which simply means if, if you sell the stock at a loss, uh, you have to sit, you, you you can't buy it back for 30 days until after 30 days. Otherwise, they're they're just going to readjust your your rate, and you don't get the get the 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 loss. So this is something to think about as well. A couple things there. Uh, you're in planning. By the way, this is coming up at the very end of the show. If you'd like to get in with a question or comment, give us a call at 713-339-1070 here in the Max Out Savings Show. Yeah, looking at a, a couple things, uh, again, I'm, with all the populism out there, you really have to be a little bit concerned about for estate planning, uh, I think going into 2021 in particular, uh, the exemption Right now, is over $11 million per person on the estate stuff. Uh, if you're in those high brackets, which means about $22 million for two people, I, I'd really be looking at maybe making some 
distributions or something to try to because that that could roll back if you get a real populist in there, uh, you know, get a socialist type of person in there. And, and, and so this is something to kind of think about. Uh, you might want to get with your tax preparer on that and see. We're going to have to see what the new SECURE Act, which is going to pass here pretty soon, what that does. I'm going to bring that to you. We're going to be writing about that in the Max Out Savings Report. So uh, if, if you know, we'll, we'll keep you up on that. I think that SECURE Act is, is a big change. I think it's coming up. It's pretty. What, one of the things that really surprised me about that, and again, we're, th- there you're going to see changes in 401ks, you're going to see changes in Ross and changes in IRAs. What they're trying to do is encourage people to save more, make it easier for to save more, make it easier for people to get into 401ks. And this thing is passed by an overwhelming majority. It's been held a little up in the Senate, but it, it, it's really been remarkable. I mean, it's been the one thing this year. I mean, I, I don't think anything got more votes than the Hong Kong uh uh, China uh, condemnation bill in the Secure Act. So there's a lot of support on both sides. So so we'll let you know on that. The what else do we want to cover here? We've got you know again looking uh, a couple things. We got the December uh, we got the December fifteenth uh, trade deadline, and uh, that's cu- that's coming up here. We want to look. I think you're going to get some type of deal with China, but this is going to go on for a while. There's just no other way around. I mean, really, I, I think we've really crossed the the Rubicon when it comes to to China, and I think we're looking. They just have not been following the trade, the standing up for what they said they were going to do. We're going to have to get tough with them, and this is a long, multi-year process. Tell you what, let's take a call from John. Yeah. Okay, John. Quickly, we only have a minute. What you got? Hi. Hey, this is. Unrelated to everything you're talking about, but and I'm actually a client for I don't know six months now. Yeah, BIL Bloomberg Index or something. I'm not sure what that is. Oh yeah, yeah, that is yeah, that is simply and it's ETF with with uh, Treasury Treasury bills in it that that, that well, gives that, a really it, good it, yield with with low expenses, very low expenses. It, it seems like it's you know like a repeating you know predictable. Um, it's it, the BIL is extremely it's it's Treasury bills extremely short term extremely safe uh, safe and pays a good yield. Okay, it, so it's all it's all Treasuries, yeah. Okay, I guess I didn't understand that because I think well the name's a little confusing on that one. It's like the Bloomberg Goldman Sachs uh, bills, some but it, but it, it's it's basically ninety day Treasury bills, and it's a very that's cheap. That's not something you buy and sell and buy and sell. That's yeah. just reinvesting the dividends, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, John. Hey, I got to run, John, because we're into the show. Thank Thanks you. a lot for calling. That's Thanks that's B I L, by the way, Bloomberg. I hope everyone has a great weekend, and remember to to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. If you haven't gone to the website, go to our website, sign up for that free report. It's maxoutsavings.com. Also, you can request an appointment, and I'll sit down with you and go over your financial situation. Maxoutsavings.com. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070, The Answer.